following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19th Station Strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can also listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Ken Cal, voice of the wings, will join us later. Great hockey right now in Hockey Town. Bob Kayser, who filled in for Ken on that West Coast trip to Canada. The Kayser is the voice of the Wings Top Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. 15 straight games with a point. They're playing out of their mind. Everybody's crazy about hockey. John Beeline. We'll see if Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew, will challenge him with his question of the day. That will be coming up later. We'll talk hoops, Michigan, Michigan State, and the Pistons who just got jobbed, robbed. My God, DiVincenzo tackles Asar Thompson. And there's no call. You're a bottom feeder. You're not going to get calls. You're not. And it's New York. It was the worst no call I've ever seen in sports. It was a blatant tackle. I'm trying to figure out something more obvious that was a foul at the end of a game that I've ever seen and I can't come up with anything. That is one part of our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day. What's the worst ref call ever? Well, you got Galarraga, right? The perfect game with the Tigers. The Jim Joyce no call, right? Hockey gets it right. I I like hockey, guys. The refs, they get it right. They do. 
You got to get it right because all those players have blades on their shoes. Who's the the worst group of, and the sidebar question that I'll throw out, courtesy of our friends from Flying Ace Whiskey, Affordable Smooth, Michigan Bottled Whiskey, available at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or store here in Michigan. I think Major League Baseball umpires are the worst. Close battle with NBA refs. College refs might be worse than NBA refs. NFL refs are up there. And if I have to try and pick one, MLS soccer refs do a good job. You soccer refs, when a sixth grader is handling a 10-year-old game and he's making 25 bucks, which he's going to bury across the street at the Burger King, and behind him, it's a war zone, I'm not going to condemn a sixth grader on air. At least by name. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. Just your own personal opinion from watching games in person. High school refs, I'm not going to rip them. They do they do a good job for us. I'm not ripping high school refs. I'm not. It's like ripping high school coaches. We can't do it. You can only do it if you're with the other parents and you're ripping because your kid's not getting playing time. That's how it works. But you have to do that privately. We can't do it on the huge show. Why is my kid not playing every minute? Why is every play not going to him? Or her. I have put them in club sports for 11 years. I've paid $219,000. And little Vicky is the eighth player on that basketball team that's 10 and 10. Are you kidding me? I'm moving her to Cozumel. Parents are the best in sports. Oh, my Lord. They are incredible. Nobody's done the great documentary. Your camera doesn't have to be on the kids playing. It needs to be nonstop on the parents. So we're not going to rip high school refs. We won't do it on this show. We just won't. It's out of respect to Mark Ewell, the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We won't rip high school refs. Just can't do it. We can't. You know what? Superfly's had a good point. The end of the Cowboys-Lions game in Dallas. That clown show with Howdy Doody, whatever his name is. How are they that bad? And how does the NFL not have full-time officials? NBA does. It's not like the NBA official go, oh, I missed a call last night because I was flipping pizzas down the street until 7 o'clock and I was a little late getting here. And I had some flour in my eye. NBA has full-time officials. How does the NFL not have full-time officials? And why does every NFL official have to be a 67-year-old guy wearing Depends? We got Tam out on the field right now. Official Jed Johnson 
Ate some spicy Tejano food last time. And it looks like he's going for two. Time out on the floor. All right. So, boy, that's a good point, Superflyer. NFL refs the worst. NBA guys aren't bad. They missed last night. It was atrocious. Monty Williams. I, I picture myself sometimes if I was coaching, and I've done this like with my kids. I, I haven't coached them. One time I did. I coached three on three, little small field, indoor, St. Patty's Day soccer tournament. And in the heat of battle, I felt like it's the World Cup final. And then the other coach, they tied it up 3-3, and it's a small field, which is like a little like mini hockey field, soccer field, right for the kids. They're seven and eight. He goes, that's a huge goal. And I have like, you know, seven and eight-year-olds are my subs. My son legend is kicking me in the shin because I took him out. I don't have shin guards. I'm the coach. When that guy said, that's a huge goal, I said, dude, parking lot after the game. Parking lot. In between the Croatian and Serbian players who always fought in their pickup games in soccer, yeah, Bill's going at it because you know what? This little St. Patty's mini-day medal that they're getting with the trophy that cost at least a buck fifty at the trophy shop, I'm willing to throw down. Why? Because he said that goes huge. And I couldn't be a ref either. High school youth, I I could not. I'd just be throwing teas people out of the game. I remember I was at the University of Oklahoma and a little league there in Norman, that's where OU's at. They were giving like 25 bucks a game at the time. You know, you go work a Saturday, work five, six games, get 150 bucks. It's beer money, right? Superfly, I worked one game of a doubleheader, middle of the second game. I flipped off the fans, threw down my umpire little pad, the helmet, flipped everybody off and left. They're, they're both yelling at me. Because I was kind of like Enrico Palazzo in Naked Gun Thursday. I left. Still tried to get my money. They never gave it to me. Mm. So our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. Worst call ever to end a game or near the end of a game that cost somebody a W. What group of officials are the worst Ever in sports. NFL, NBA, NHL, and I like the hockey guys. Even the college hockey guys. College college football officials are pretty good. We, we don't complain a lot about officiating in a Michigan-Michigan State game. Right? We don't do that. You know, watching the college football playoff, were we complaining about officials? No, not really. Because usually good officials don't become part of the game. Not like Big Ten basketball. Clown show after clown show. Where's the circus, Mr. Zebra? 
So college basketball is right there with NFL. Mm. Major League Baseball umpires bother me, even though they've gone a little young guard. But they think they're too powerful, and they're jealous of all the money that the players are making. PGA rules officials. I love them. Mark Wilson, one of the greatest ever. One of our PGA, LPGA Tour insiders. They get it right when they have to. Who am I missing? Anybody else in sports? Well, it's a tough one to come up with who's the worst. That is because at the top of my list, NFL refs, college basketball, or Major League Baseball would probably be my three, and I got to pare it down. It's going to be tough for the NFL not to win the huge award, the one-finger trophy. Yeah, they got Wanamakers, you got Lombardis, you got the one-finger trophy from the huge show. The NFL worth billions upon billions. What's a Cowboys franchise worth now? Over $10 billion? And they can't have full-time refs? Come on. You can't have a guy who's in his late 30s be a ref who works his way up through college? So you can answer that Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank, a Michigan-based bank. That means they have a ton of locations all across Michigan. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Now you tell me, worst call near the end of the game or to end the game ever in sports that you've seen. And then the worst group of officials Collectively, in sports today, college or pro. Let's go to Paul and Houghton listening in the UP on WMPL, AM 920, 107.3, Houghton, Hancock, Calumet, God's Country. How you doing, Paulie? Uh, very good. It's about 45 and sunny, but they're talking maybe three to five inches of snow uh, tonight, tomorrow. Really? Uh, is the snow still on the ground up there? Uh, it's hit and miss. Some places there's a few inches up, you know, to keep it, and it might be 10 inches, but it's uh, pretty pretty lenient for this time of the year. Yeah, it sounds good. I can't even hear your UP accent. What's on your mind? Well, I think one of the worst calls, the Dallas game, where, the, where he, he checked in, and they said he didn't check in on the two-point conversion. What, what game were you saying? I think yeah, I think you broke He's up. right, Dallas is football. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Taylor Decker thing. You're right, Paulie, and thanks. Yeah, the check-in with Decker. That's what Superfly was saying. It's one of the worst. Joyce, uh, Galarraga's perfect game, right? Mm. Also, speaking of officials, uh, this storm in the court thing that people want to like end it because one Duke guy gets hurt, huh? How many people have died because of storm in the court? Huh? Huh? How many? How? Give me the list of injuries that students can't celebrate, that fans can't celebrate. How many 
players have been hurt because, and I'm talking maliciously hurt because of storming the court. It's ridiculous. My God. Pansy Nation. Pansy Nation. Oh, it was intentional. Oh, come on. My God. Let's go to Larry and Grand Rapids listening on 96 won the game. You're on the huge show. Yeah, good show. Uh, question as far as when the referees have the, they go to the box up above for the, the officials in New York to look at something. And the, and the officials say, oh, they'll easily overturn this. And they don't, but we never hear a word why. You know, some officials will explain it, Larry, and thanks for the call in GR. Some officials will explain it, others won't. You know, what I don't get, okay, let's put the old guys up in a booth. The young guys are working the field. There's three guys, the Sky booth, that are looking at TVs that see the play, that buzz down, which they kind of do right now for those expedited reviews you'll hear the ref say. It's a no-brainer. It really, that's why the NHL has always had their command center. I think it's Toronto. It might be Toronto or New York. Wherever it's at now. They go in there. They lean in. Those guys are watching it. Don't have the officials who are working have to look at a TV. No. Have a command center that says, no, it it was a fumble. Okay, boom. Thank you. Fumble. NHL gets it. They really do. Let's go to JR in Saginaw listening on 100.9 FM, The Mint. You're on the huge show. Okay, yeah, my... Worst no call was uh, back in 2016 or 2017 when the Lions and Dallas were playing, and the ref threw the flag and then he picked it up. Oh God, that was on. That was a, that was a blatant pass interference. Call. Oh my God, it was. You're right, Jr. Thanks for the call in Saginaw. That was Romo. That was Stafford. I think. Oh, jeez, man. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. But, you know, Lions, at least that Cowboys game this year, they fought right through it, didn't they, and took care of business. So we do have our Flying Ace Whiskey huge questions of the day. One, worst call at the end of the game or near it that you've ever seen in sports. And what group of umpires, officials, referees, however you want to classify it, are the worst in sports today? And we're not going after high school people. We're not. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Ken Cal, Voice of the Wings. We'll talk hockey next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. 
Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Tuesday broadcast presented by the crew at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Also, download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app to get in on the action. We do have our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge questions of the day. Worst call, Pistons got robbed last night at the end in that loss to the Knicks. Worst call you've ever seen to end a game in sports. And what group of officials are the worst in sports? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Let's go talk to Ken Cal, voice of your Detroit Red Wings, playing great hockey. Uh, the Kane Night on Chelly Night in Chicago was one for the history books, and Kenny is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? 
I'm doing good, Huge. You know, I think back to that Chicago game on Sunday, and wasn't a, it wasn't a Picasso, but I'll tell you what, the ending could have ended up in the Detroit Institute of Arts. Huh? I mean, what a finish it was. And Kane was just terrific, and the crowd was great. Jelly was great. It was really a, a really good night, a fun night, especially if you're a Red Wing fan. Yeah, and it, how it began with the tribute and raising Jelly's number at the United Center where he said to Kane, you know, gave him his props as uh, arguably the greatest American-born hockey player ever. And he said, don't steal uh, my thunder tonight. And what does Kane do at the end? And I agree with you. I thought the roar of the crowd, not just Wings fans, because Wings fans travel as good as anybody uh, in the NHL, but the Chicago fans and the reverence for Kane when he just beat their team in unison with Wings fans and he takes his lap on the road. Those are things you normally don't see in the NHL. No, you really don't. And uh, even in the first spot break, he came out and did three laps around the center of the ice and you know, they just wanted more from him. And, uh, you know, I, I start thinking I would really like to see the Red Wings sign him at least for another year, but it wouldn't surprise me if he ends his career in Chicago. What do you think about that? Yeah, you know, could it be one of these things? Because, you know, uh, the Wings are much further ahead. I know Bedard, but the setup now as a team, they really could be primed for a nice run, not just to the playoffs this year, but I'm I'm looking at, a you know, a, a five-year window that maybe he yep. signs another two years with Detroit, sees if he can get uh, another ring, hoist the cup, and then ends his career in Chicago. Yeah, that could happen. Uh, I just still think just watching the ceremony in Chicago and uh, Chelios, you know, mentioning to him saying like, hey, don't get used to that jersey. You know, you're a Chicago guy at heart. And, you know, it just seemed to me like, you know, I think that's where he might want to end his career now whether that's next year or two years down the road or three years down the road, I don't know. But I, I will say this, not many players, and I was a little skeptical when he came into the season here, whether or not the type of surgery he had, he could perform again in the National Hockey League with the speed of the game and the pace and everything else. But he's a point-per-game player. I mean, the guy's got a what a seven or eight-game point streak right now and just playing great hockey and really giving the Red Wings a lift. He's been, again, with the, the CAD relationship, everything, the way they set up and helped get that game uh, to OT on uh, Sunday. But his leadership, been there, done that. Um, looking at everything that Stevie Y in the front office and Lalonde have pieced together this year, and it's, it's all working. They're hitting the right buttons. Unless there's a rash of injuries, nobody can control. I, I like everything about this team right now. I really do. Well, yeah, and even the goalkeeping, that's been solid. And Alex Lyon, who didn't play until November, I think he was uh, his first game was in Sweden against the Maple Leafs. Actually played pretty good, but lost that game. He's been terrific. And, uh, you know, Reimer's come in over his last three games. He's 3-0. and He's got one shutout. Huso is still on the mend. And, um, you know, they're going to need Huso and Reimer, I believe, down the stretch here. They're going to have to help out Alex Lyon because um, you know, Lyon played, I think, 18 of 19 games um, before Reimer came in. And, you know, he was just overworked, I think. But they're going to need Reimer to either continue to play well or Huso's got to be on the mend here and come back and help the team, too, in the playoff push, I think. Is there anything from this team having, not just making the playoffs, but being a team that could have that deep playoff push? And Ken Cal, Voice of the Wings, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. 
Is there anything missing? I, I said I like everything. I just like the chemistry, the culture, what he's been able to put together this year. But from a pure hockey standpoint, good enough to win the cup, uh, are the Wings missing anything? Well, all you got to do is get to the dance, right? Look what Florida did last year. You know, they just barely made it in, went to the Stanley Cup final. But, uh, you know, I know when Bob Kayser filled in for me, he and Paul were talking about this team. And Paul and I, over the last couple of broadcasts, were talking about it, too. They, they're a team that, when you look at them, they're pretty deep. They've got four lines, and all of them can score. And when you compare that to a lot of teams in the National Hockey League, there's no comparison. As good as Colorado was or is, you look at their third and fourth lines and you have to look at the Red Wings and say the Red Wings are a deeper team. So, you know, the Red Wings right now have 12 or 13 guys with 10 or more goals. They get offense from their defense now. Their goaltending's been good. So I would say that come trade deadline, they're not going to make a big splash, I don't think. That would really surprise me. But I think they're good enough right now to compete with any team right now in the National Hockey League. And who knows? I mean, I think they can win a series. Maybe they can win a couple of series. But if uh, they continue to shut down other teams, don't allow more than three goals per game, they've got an equally good chance as far as any team, I think, in the National Hockey League, providing they continue to play the same way they do. I agree. Uh, LCA should be rocking tonight. Uh, Washington and Detroit uh, in the Motor City. Ken Cal, voice of the wings, uh, joining us. If you had a 58-game MVP for the Wings right now, who would that be? I would have to say Dylan Larkin. I mean, the guy's been really, uh, you know, for the most part, he's been leading the team in scoring this year. I think the Brinkett just caught him or passed him by one goal or one point. But I, I think that he's the heart and soul of this team, Dylan Larkin. It seems like he's got some help now, which is good. Like In years gone by, if Larkin wasn't doing the job, this team wouldn't win. And now he's got some help from, you know, other lines, second, third, fourth lines. And if his line isn't going, then everybody else picks up for him. But to me, you know, the guy's always in the offensive zone. He's creating plays. He's scoring goals. Uh, He'll mix it up from time to time with the opposition. And to me, he is the ultimate leader right now on this team. And, um, you know, he's been terrific. So you look at the Brinkett, he's been pretty streaky. But when he's going like he is now, he's hard to stop. Kane's been terrific in, in his time here. Um, Alex Lyon's been really good in goal. And, you know, there's a whole host of players that you can look at and say, wow, they're very good. But to me, I think Larkin is the leader. And he's the guy that I would give the MVP to. Kenny, you know, the wing stabilizing things and on this great run right now has enabled their top farm team, the Grand Rapids Griffins in the AHL, to also stabilize things. And they're on a 15-game point streak. They just ended uh, the Milwaukee Admirals' 19-game win streak on Sunday in downtown GR. So Stevie Y in the wings front office, they have to love not only what's going on in Detroit, but on the other side of the state in Grand Rapids with the Griffins. Well, I remember when Tampa Bay's farm team uh, were very good, and I think I think it was Grand Rapids that played their farm team, and Grand Rapids beat them. I, I'm not sure about that, but I think that's what happened. All those players on the Lightning farm team ended up playing in the National Hockey League, most of those players, and, uh, and Tampa Bay won several cups. So I see that with Detroit right now. The Red Wings are deep. They've got a lot of good players right now in Grand Rapids. I see where Kosa was named the AHL Player of the Week ending February 25th. That's a good sign that he's playing well. 
You've got Carter Mazur who scored the other night. Casper starting to come around. Uh, Edmondson's been tearing it up too. I believe he's second in scoring in Grand Rapids uh, with the team this year. So there's a lot of good players down there. And you know, next year there's probably going to be some openings up here in Detroit, and some of these players that are playing in Grand Rapids have a really good shot at becoming Red Wings. Yeah, how about that uh, goaltender depth they have now? Just between yeah. Detroit and Grand Rapids, and I know you got to get everybody healthy, but you know, a year ago we're wondering who their number one goalie is. And they've got another one in Trey Augustine, who they're really high on, who's playing right now at Michigan State, so yeah, that goaltending position down the road seems like it's starting to get stronger, and that's a good sign. That's a positive sign because you need really good goalkeeping, as you know, huge to win in the National Hockey League. Ken Cal, voice of the wings, getting ready right now. Him and Paul Woods going through throat lessons with Daniela Bruce. <laughs> it's Washington and the wings tonight, 7 p.m. They'll drop the puck at LCA. My man, uh, so good to hear you again. Thanks for the conversation, and we'll talk soon. All right, huge. Thanks a lot. And uh, Rubens just got to continue to roll. This is a big week for them. They've got games against Washington, the Islanders, and the next two games here. And those are two teams that are chasing the Red Wings. So if the Red Wings can win these two games, put a little more separation between them, things are looking up for the Detroit Red Wings. I love a game day preview with Ken Cal. Where's Paul Woods when you need him? Get him out of the cabin. <laughs> Call him up. He'll join you. All right. Thanks, my man. All right. Yeah, Ken Cal, that guy, man. We got Kayser coming in studio voice of the Wings Top Farm affiliate, the Grand Average Griffins. He filled in on the West Coast road trip for Kenny. Kayser's big time, man. You know, I asked him, he, him and his wife own the Kilwins chocolate downtown Grand Rapids, downtown East Grand Rapids. I said, is he bringing any? Yeah, you're welcome to come in and talk hockey today. Are you bringing any goods? He told me, I don't think so. I said, well, let me check the schedule again. So Bob Kayser will join us later. It's still February, even though it's 70 degrees outside. I'm thinking hockey. I'm looking at the latest D1 hockey poll. There's Michigan State at number six in the country. Western Michigan, don't forget about the Lawson Lunatics. That's their fans, the student section. I like that. They're number 12 in the country. Michigan is number 16. And I always give love to Michigan Tech and the UP. That's a top 20. Always got to give them love. Tech has some of the best college hockey fans in America. They're good people up there in Houghton Hancock, Calumet. If you want to join in our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. Worst call you've ever seen to end a game in any sport. And what group are the worst officials in sports? Major League Baseball, NFL, NHL's good. They're fine. No complaints. College basketball, NFL, Major League Baseball, different story. You can join us, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Everything HUGE, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this. 
day filled with indulgence, bursting with excitement, and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. The day that is unmistakably yours, at the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Browns, Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from IMPACT Power Sports and the Huge Show. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan. Tuesday broadcast presented in part by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today. Also, if you want to get on the action, download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. Play your favorite games and follow the games your favorite team and teams play. Just download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app. We dropped our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge questions of the day. Pistons got robbed on the no-call on DiVincenzo last night. Lost to the Knicks. Worst call ever to end a game. And what group of officials 
are the worst in sports. I've been thinking about this a lot. I think NFL officials are the worst. For that being the biggest sport in America, college basketball would be second, probably MLB third. So you can join in one 866 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE, at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, Bob Kayser, Voice of the Wings, Top Farm Affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, 15-game point streak. Wings are red hot. He filled in on the West Coast road trip. Where'd he go? Like Calgary, Vancouver, Seattle, on the Wings plane. He'll take us inside the Wings private plane. We got photos. Bob's eating caviar with Stevie Y. Champagne toast with Dylan Larkin, the captain. With Robert Kayser, voice of your Red Wings, where he's filled in for Ken Cal numerous times. Ken Daniels needs a fill-in on TV. He'll fill in. I almost need to ask Bob, okay, I'm not going to rate or rank hockey announcers in the state. But can you top what Daniels and Redmond did Sunday night at the end of Kane night in Chicago? Save Reimer, rebound save! Look out here! Look at this! Wide open, Look at this! Up center ice! It's Patrick Kane in Chicago! Oh my. oh my God! Kane with the overtime winner! The Red Wings win it 3-2! The story is complete on Kane's return to Chicago! So the big question is, could Kayser top that? I'll never say never, but I'll say no. Then on the radio side, Ken Cal and Paul Woods with Kane finishing off his old team. Hunter Bedard out to center right now. And over the red wing line. Drops it back to Jones, out in front, moves in, shoots, save made, rebound chance, and now the Wings have a break. Here is Patrick Kane, oh, what drama, brings it in on a breakaway, shoots, he scores! Oh, what a win for the Cow, Kane, he scores the game-winning goal in overtime, and the Red Wings center the final score in Chicago, the Red Wings three, and the Blackhawks two. All right, Bob is in the conversation for greatest hockey voice on this planet. He is, but that's pretty strong by Ken Cal. Paul Woods on the radio side for the Wings. And then Ken Daniels and Mickey Redman is, oh, my God. Sometimes those three words fit perfectly in so many unique situations. First time you've ever listened to this show, you turn on your radio, you go, Oh, my God. Could be positive. Could be you're never listening again. People, when they meet me, are you huge? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. You look 80 and you're only 62. I meet a nice young woman. I talked to her. Would you like to 
grab a glass of wine sometime. She goes, sure. How old are you? I go, 62. She goes, oh, my God. Does that mean no? Do we have some Griffins tickets to give away, courtesy of Bob Kayser? Took them out of his own stash. It's in the one for me, one for them pile. So we have two four-packs. We'll give away a four-pack right now. Griffins tomorrow night. The winning Wednesday night in downtown GR. You'll get the e-ticket, right? Why don't we take Lucky Caller 7 with Shelly's number going to the rafter Sunday. Lucky Caller 7 will get a four-pack of tickets to see the Griffins try and extend their 15-game point streak. You'll get the e-ticket sent to you. Lucky Caller 7 right now at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Back live, hour number two on a Tuesday statewide broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a moment, one of the great hockey voices on this planet, Bob Kayser. And the latest huge show, Hockey Voice Rankings. He's right behind Daniels and Cal at number three. That's in the world. That's not, that's not just Michigan, Bob. Don't take it personal. You're great. I was driving on a trip, listening to Bob filling in for Ken Cal with Paul Woods, who I love. Saddleback Dome, Calgary, Alberta. Bob called that game unbelievable. I think the Wings won four zip, didn't they? Five zip? Oh, now you're correcting me in front of everybody? You could have just said four. I didn't say anything. I just you my fingers. Well, that, well so hi, I didn't. Hi, hi, Bob. That was a respectful way of t- telling you that it well, was five to nothing, not four to nothing. Uh, how, how, how'd you tell me it was five when you only put up one finger? <laughs> That's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> and we wonder why it takes forever to get Bob back in studio. We made the prediction, Superfly. I said before the last break, I thought Kayser would show up with Kilwin's treats in hand from Killen's Chocolate. He 
is one of the owners downtown Grand Rapids, East Grand Rapids. They even have Ferrari and Porsche parking right out front. They'll deliver uh, even if your door opens up sideways in East Grand Rapids at Kilwins. Two great locations. No credit apps anymore needed in East Grand Rapids for Kilwins. <laughs> no, no credit apps needed. There. Good news, bad news, Bill. I brought the stuff for you, but it's for 40% discount. Yeah, the, yeah. Owner's discount. That's okay. I didn't mind. It's a hundy. Enjoy the day. And they have Kilwins chocolates on Rosa Park Circle downtown GR. I'm telling you, I got the caramel corn. Got some sea salt fudge. Superfly could take that to his mom. <laughs> Older women eat fudge. They do. It's good stuff. Bob Griffin's 15 games in a row. Point streak. Wings playing incredible hockey. The Sunday night fairy tale ending with Kane on Chelly night. Man, Wings with Washington tonight. Griffin's got a couple of home games in downtown Grand Rapids. They ended Milwaukee's 19-game win streak on Sunday at... At the same time, what was the last time, Bob, in all of your years? How, how many years have you been with the Griffins? Oh, boy. 23. Yeah. When both teams were playing well at the same... When was the last time you oh, had... It's been a while. Yeah. It's been uh, a while, but there was a, there was a run there, Billy, where both teams were playing well all the time. It had been That became commonplace. Red Wings were winning. Red Wings were winning cups. We were winning cups. They're going to the you know the West Finals at the time when they're yeah. in the Western Conference. Both Over. teams had great runs going and you know getting to the playoffs. Maybe not winning cups every year, but getting to the playoffs. Now the last few years have been lean, so it's kind of fun to be back on top. What do you think? The Wings, pretty pretty uh, pretty for real, don't you think? I, I think the Wings uh, away from what twelve points down with Boston getting a point last night. That twelve away from first. Not only are they like a playoff team in my mind, but the way they're playing, they're Stanley Cup worthy. And and you were on that West Coast road swing, mm-hmm. right? How many games? What, four was it? For three? Uh, four on that trip, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, it was a blast. Are you treated like a king on oh, the wings yeah, jet yeah, and everything? Way too good. <laughs> way, really, way too really good. cool top-shelf hotels? Yeah. Yeah. What, what's it like on that plane? Uh... It's not even so much on the plane, Bill. It's just when you go to the plane and then get off the plane. That's where the, How quick and easy that's where it is, the spoiled right? part of it begins. And it's ends. like a big private jet, right? Yeah, it's a big private jet. You got, you know, you've got buses, two two buses a waiting team. right there, right? Yeah, waiting at the, after the game, before the game, you know, to to and from. I mean, it's it's a good life. These guys have earned it. You Are know? you assigned seats? More or less, yeah. You're we're kind of up front. Did they let you sit in the passenger section? Well, there's, cargo? There's, there's two seats that actually face backwards, and that's where Ken Cal sits, and that's where I sat for a long time until this last trip when nobody really was in that little compartment area with us. Paul Boyer, our Red Wings equipment guy, Paul Woods sits next to me. So I decided to take the seat sitting right next to Paul Woods facing forward because I'm not real wild about sitting backwards on a plane. First time I did that it's like was Southwest. Southwest. I just yeah. was going to say that yeah. when you sit backwards, wasn't it feels that a weird, weird feeling? Yeah, yeah. yeah I just and first I, time I went on the space shuttle, I sat backwards and it was crazy. It was nuts. <laughs> so do you, and they have a really nice meal set up for oh, you guys, yeah. right? They just yeah, it, it's it's. What, what do you eat? Like what do the wings eat on the plane? How, how good is uh, that? Food? It depends on what you want. There's a menu. Really? There's a menu. Oh yeah, it's Chilean sea bass and prime rib and. 
food at that level. And you just, it's, a, it's not like they're passing out everyone eats the same. You pick, right? Well, and they have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches if you want that. So, Little Caesars Pizza, when they leave Detroit, it's, it's yeah. Snacks everywhere. They do it upright. I mean, that, that's just the way no, the NHL No, no booze is. on the plane, right? No. Nope. No. But you get all your beverages. And now, was Stevie Y on the trip? Steve came out. Uh, he did not make the first leg, but he joined the team in Vancouver. And was on the plane and everything? Yeah. Wow, well, that's pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Did he talk to you? Yeah, he said hello. Wow, that's that's <laughs> yeah. it's a start. Yeah, he actually was. He seemed to be as excited because we were we were in, uh, I think it was in Calgary the one night when the, the Griffins were extending their streak to I think it was twelve or thirteen in a row. Did he ask you about? And the he Griffins? was asked, He was telling me what the score was. Really? He asked me if I had checked, and I said the last I saw we were up two to one. It's three one now. And he Stevie Y saying that too. he corrected me. I didn't mind him correcting. While me. you're on the private wings, jet. no, we're on the we're on the bus for this one. Well, you're we're on getting the bus, on the bus, yeah. going ordering chili and sea bass or prime rib. <laughs> and no food on the bus. Staying plane. Staying in great hotels. Yeah, it's it's you know what it's it is. It's a great life, Bill. I mean it. You know, you, you well, can, what's the other thing about it? We have it? a great life in our league. I mean, you know what, that's the thing that just I know. and I've said this to you before. It bothers me when. You know, we're trying to promote the game, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about guys that, that have made it to the second best league in the world, American Hockey League, which is a great league, playing a lot of great arenas, great cities. They deserve, big crowds, they deserve to be pampered. Four- and five-star hotels. You know, it's it's this is a good life in the American Hockey League. And when players get sent down, you know, some players, you know, yeah, I understand the disappointment because once you get to the NHL, that's the pinnacle. That's where that's where all these guys work. To, that's where they strive to get to and, and certainly understand that. But it just bothers me when people portray a guy getting sent back to the American Hockey League as like he's being sent to Siberia. You know, it just, that doesn't help us in promoting the game overall. Uh, you know, and, and because the American League is not, it's, it is a great league and they're knocking on the NHL's door from this league. And 90% of the players in the NHL played the American Hockey League. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it clearly is a great life for the NHL. You know, when the bus pulls, you know, eight feet away from the steps into the plane and you don't have to go through the, you know, the, 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 the bag checks and, and security checks. And, you know, they still have to do some of that stuff, but it's not like, you know, when we... When Stevie Y is telling you Griffin's updates. Yeah. That's kind of surreal, isn't it? And, and all those players deserve it. Everybody yeah. has worked hard, including... Stevie Y. Steve's great. Yeah, they, just, all, they all deserve that. You get a good per diem. You eat good yeah, meals, yeah. right? You, you're, you're in the bigs. Hockey hockey people, I've said this to you before, Bill, and Steve Eisenman is a great example of it. I mean, we're sitting in the lobby, Paul Woods and I, and a couple other people from uh, you know, from the Red Wings, and you know, Steve Steve comes back from dinner and sits down with us, and you know, we hang out for a little while, and you know, he, he's just, he doesn't, He's no different than anybody else. I mean, he's. Did he look at you I told and say, you "Make me laugh, Bob"? I, yeah, I told you that story about it. Every time he comes to Grand Rapids, you'll walk down the hall and he'll walk up to people and introduce himself. Yeah, that's how humble he is. He doesn't. He just doesn't. He's not. He's an unassuming guy. He doesn't think that everybody in Michigan or in the world of hockey in any hockey rink is going to know who he is. Granted, ninety nine point nine percent of the people do, but he just does. He doesn't assume that. You know, he wants to make sure he. You know, he, he makes sure you, you know who he is. I will tell you, Bob, when I was listening to you for an hour, hour and a half of that call, I was really proud of you because I know you, and it's the NHL. It, it's the pinnacle, and, and you deserve the Chilean sea bass <laughs> and the prime rib <laughs> and the private jets. You do, man. And, yeah, in the NHL, and I've always said this on air in person to you or anybody from the Griffins, Dan, 
if it handles whoever, the Grand Rapids Griffins are as close to an NHL franchise. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll say they're run like an NHL 100%. franchise, and the fans are like NHL fans here in West Michigan. And it all starts with the DeVos family and the Van Andels recognizing, yeah. hiring good people, starting with Tim Gortzman, our president, right on down, Bill. Gortzy. I mean, Gortzy. Either yeah. you, have a, you have a Y or you have an S at the end of it. Or ER, your caner, like yeah. Shelly said. That's right. Sunday you night. the nicknames. Your noobs. Knubel yeah. said his name because you couldn't be like Knubler. That, that sounds like he's going to work for McDonald's. <laughs> oh, guess who's stealing the burgers? The Knubler. Yeah, the Knubler. He's noobs. He was noobs to his buddies, hockey buddies. Oh, yeah. Well, well, what do all the hockey players call you for your, are you K's? K's around here. K's, yeah, I get K's, right? Dog calls you K's. NHL, some of the guys are like, who are you again? They didn't do that. No. Did anybody from the Wings come up to you and say, man, you do a good job? Uh, a few guys have said things to me. Alex Lyon's been great. That's awesome. Yeah, man. they've all been great. I mean, it's just hockey again, Bill. Hockey people are just, uh, you know, I never take it for granted. I, ne- I never, you know, I'm never uh, out of that, like, you know, that, that, that mode of being a young hockey fan looking up to the NHL guys like they were gods. And I still and for the most part that way, but then you get around them and they, you know, they're, they're like your long lost friends. I mean, it's just, it's amazing how, you know, receptive they are to the people that are on that plane. And, you know, they, if they know if you're on the plane, then you've got to be somebody worthy. And, you know, the guys, they're just, and, you know, and it was weird. It's weird this year because we don't have as many Griffins up there right now. Right. They signed might all the, all the signings in the off season. They have a lot of new players. Um, that I just met this like year. People and, look at you and go, yeah. you, you feel like they have well, this funny. look like, who is this guy? It's funny. Chris Osgood, and one of the first trips at the beginning of the year when I was doing a, a couple of road games, was watching guys walk by in the plane. He goes, who the heck is that? <laughs> like, you know, This is early in the so year. He's kind of joking more, more than anything. And then the guy would stand up in the back and he go, who the heck is that? I mean, I don't even know these guys. Like, But it was a whole new cast of characters. So, But they're all great people. I mean, just it's... I've been so blessed to be in this business, Bill, like just working for the people that I work for and with, and then the players themselves. I mean, it just doesn't get any better. Well, good or bad, when you're with a team from start to finish for a year, and you're there the entire way or most of it, or even you jumping up with the wings who now seem to be hitting the stride everybody has looked for with Stevie Y in charge, and to look at the Griffins, and for you to do the West Coast road trip, then come back, and then you get a game like Sunday against the Milwaukee Admirals, who had a 19-game win streak, mm-hmm. which is pretty darn long at any level of hockey. And the Wings have their Sunday in Chicago, and the Griffins have their day yeah. against Milwaukee. Oh, it's just it's been it's a, worth it. It's been a storybook year for a lot of people, myself included. I mean, I. Did the West Coast trip and finished up with an overtime win in Seattle, where I worked back in the 1980s for the Seattle Thunderbirds. And do you have any of those photos we could share on the Hootra <laughs> Facebook page with the mustache? I just want to see the 80s photos. Yeah, you got to see the one with the green sweater I had on in the team photo. I'll, I'll dig that one up. You, you'll oh, get, yeah, I'll, you'll get a kick out of it. And Go then ahead, I'll, put that on rush delivery. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, but that what, was. But what about that uh, game and that day Sunday, which was? Almost felt yeah. like a hockey holiday. Yeah. Right? It's a great day for Wings Nation. Why, why are the Griffins so improved? Is it stability with it's stability now with yeah. in it's, Detroit? It's right? a new coach, you know, buying into, you know, some of the new wrinkles that 
that he brings to the table, although not anything dramatic, but you know, anytime you get a new coach, new voice, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. And but more than anything, I think Bill is you know, goaltending has been so good. The team committed to defense, much like the parent team Detroit, right around holidays. You know, it seemed like both teams made a huge commitment to play played better defense, support the goaltenders. You know, um, lessen the goals against by you know, if if not a half a goal, maybe even a goal a game, and that's wow. what we that's what we've done. I mean, it's it's unbelievable what's happened here, and you know, Kosa's developing. And I talked to Michael Hutchinson, who's our you know veteran goaltender, and 180 games in the NHL. He told me he's one of the best 19, 20 year old goaltenders he's ever seen. You know, and that's a part of why Michael's here, Hutchinson here is here, but is to mentor. Kosa both on and off the ice and he is highly impressed with Kosa which you know and when the way he's been playing here in the last month and a half two months I'm telling all the guys in Detroit man this kid's the real deal and between him and Trey Augustine another kid that they drafted out of Michigan State University he's a freshman there between those two Augustine and Kosa it looks like their their goaltending is in great hands here in the next couple of years. Kosa's probably going to be another year it took Jimmy Howard four years before he graduated from here to get to the NHL Kosa's in year two, year one here, year, year two as a pro, uh, probably at least another year, but he is fast-tracking right now. He's going to be really good. And then, you know, Casper, Lombardi, Mazer, all these young kids are just blossoming right before our eyes. Going to be great. They're turning into great players at this level. They're going to be very good NHL players, I think. Well, you mentioned that, you know, Stevie's following the team, what they're doing. He's excited not only what the Wings are doing, but also with draft picks, pickups, trades, everybody you have down uh, here in Grand Rapids. Yeah. And and you'll get, with the proximity, they make the trip over when there's like back-to-back home games. You probably see a lot from the Wings front office. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and it's a, Eisenman's done a great job. You know, when you look at what he did in the offseason, Bill, you know, to complement that, that roster with some really good veteran players, um, you know, some mid-range age-wise players that are really good NHL caliber guys or character guys, they're team guys. You can sense that when you're up there and, you know, you're around them. Uh, it's, it's a really tight-knit group. And um, and then you, then you, you know, let the young guys that are your, your, your future develop and, and, and work here in Grand Rapids. Simon Evanson, he's, he's ready to play in the NHL, no doubt about that, but... Why not just let him spend one more year here and then to come next year, he's going to be 100% ready to play in the NHL and become an NHL star. And then there's a lot of other guys that fall into the category. Valinder, the defenseman, is probably another year here, similar to Edvinson, going to be a really good NHL player. Mazur, Casper, there's a long list of really good you know, prospects here in Grand Rapids, maybe as, maybe as long a list as we've ever had here. And meanwhile, your parent team, not only with the moves that Eisenman have been made to bring in some veteran guys, but some of the young guys are really blooming too. You know, look at Lucas Raymond, his third year now. He's he's a bona fide NHL star. He's going to be a bona fide NHL star. And, uh, you know, just you love what's happening with the, the, the whole system from top to bottom. Amazing how quick it can change, huh? You know, uh, to go from getting booed out of the building night in and night out and really no sign of any hope to, you know, to get this thing turned around and then, all of a sudden, you have a decent year last year. It comes crashing down in those two losses in Ottawa in February of last year. And then at the same time, they lost those two games on the road trip, that four-game road trip, right about the same time as last year. And people are really concerned, oh, my gosh, are we going down the, you know, we're going to go down the tube again here? And, nope, they turn around and won those last two games of the road trip. Now they've won, what, three in a row at home. 
Uh, to heck with the you know the same thing happening last year. Too many veteran players and too good of a team in Detroit that the, there's no way that was going to happen again. And I could feel how big those last two games were uh, for not not the season, but just for this team kind of over the hump games. And you were calling those while Ken was recovering back in Detroit. I I'm trying to think, and you were with the team for those four games. Are there weaknesses that could be exploited that could keep them from having a deep playoff run? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they've got the you know the high end talent enough high end talent to win the whole thing. Although the thing they've got going for them, Bill, and I just I've been so impressed with the depth of that lineup of theirs is incredible. I get you know I, I keep going back to Daniel Sprong. The guy's a 16 goal scorer. He's on the fourth line, and if you know hockey well enough. You know, you're raising your eyebrows to that. Sick, a fourth line guy with 16 goals. He plays in the power play. He's a second unit power play guy, and he's your fourth liner. They come at you in waves. I mean, they're they're a very hard team to play against. And I'll tell you, I guarantee you right now, there's not a single team in the National Hockey League that wants to face Detroit in the playoffs. Not a single one. Because Every, of their depth. Their depth. They're they're a scary team. Because lines basically for somebody who's not a deep die hard hockey fan, lines are match trying to match up against the opposition. Yep. Well, most NHL teams or hockey teams on any level aren't going four lines deep. Right. And then adding Kane to the mix, you know, yeah, for, that's for a, a team, big one. For a team that's really too. gelling and, and coming together, yeah, the cat, I mean, that was huge. And then Raymond, like I say, Larkin has really taken on that leadership role. I mean, not that he hadn't before this year, but there's just something special about him this year, I think, that, uh, you know, makes him one of the more dynamic, talented um you know, true leaders in, in the National Hockey League. So, um, and their defense has been so good. You know, I mean, and they've got some odd pairings. You know, we, we, Paul Woods and I got it. We get a kick out of, you know, the Ole Mata Shane Goshes pair pairing. I mean, here's Ole Mata is all about defense, and his numbers show that. He's, you know, a, a couple of goals and 10 assists, but he's a plus 15, whereas Goshes pair brings you, you know, that that great point presence on the power play and he's going to produce a lot of points on power play, but he's a minus 16, you know, so defensively, you know, he's not the, he's not the best defenseman in the league and not, but not even close, but what an interesting pairing they are, but they've made it work. And, you know, and and that's the other thing, the coaching of that team bill has just been fantastic. I mean, Derek Lalonde has done an amazing, not, and we're not surprised by it because we got to know him pretty good when we were here. He was in Toledo and then went over to, over to Iowa as a head coach in our league before getting the assistance job in Tampa. And uh, just an unbelievably wonderful person. But man, does he know the game and is he fun to be around? And, you know, he's just, he, he, you can tell players just gravitate to him. Media gravitates to him. Front office gravitates. Fans great. He's just, he's a good man and a, and perfect for that job. He's, he's going to be one of the, I think he's going to go down as one of the better coaches in the NHL before, before too long. And you use the word perfect. I think Stevie Y since the end of last season has been perfect on every move he's yeah. made. Yeah. Think, is there a, a movie like, well, I'm not sure about this. He's rewarded guys like Rasmussen with a deal, which kind of motivates them. It also gives him an understanding of his salary cap, moves he could or could not make. A lot of scouts following the Griffins now because of all that talent, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Everything's working for the franchise. Uh, Detroit, uh, Grand Rapids, Toledo on down, all... Everywhere. That's a lot of crafty moves. You know, it's like you, perfect, right? You know, perfect. People, it's easy to sit back and look at your team and watch them play enough. And, you know, and then the guys that aren't all that flashy to be critical of them, 
But if you don't know the game, then, you know, you just it's in one ear and out the other when it comes to that cut sort of thing. Like another guy that comes to mind in that regard is Christian Fisher. I mean, he's not going to wow you, but he's a big body. He's hard nosed. He plays the game with a passion. He's got some skill. He's a fourth line guy. I mean, yeah, it just you can go up and down that roster bill and every guy plays a role. And Steve Eisenman had this, you know, he had this vision for this team when he signed each each and every one of these guys. And they're fitting in perfectly. You know, and, and that's a combination of Eisenman's, you know, uh, understanding the pieces that he was missing and what he wanted to go out and get, and then having a coach that knew where to put them to to to, to maximize their ability to succeed. So it's just they're they're just pushing all the right buttons up there, and this team could be dangerous come playoff time. And, and right now, it's certainly looking like they're going to get there. And the Griffins could be dangerous come playoff time. Bob Kayser, his voice. Of the Wings' top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins, also the filling go-to guy for Ballard Sports Detroit and also Ken Cal on the Wings Radio Network. GriffinsHockey.com, scheduled tickets. You want to find out about the roster and also the Griffins at home Wednesday night, Friday and Saturday. Is that correct? Three games this weekend? You got it. Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. What? Three and four, as they say. Three and four days. Look at Bob using hockey terms while he's in studio. <laughs> he's definitely dreaded back. three and threes. Not so many of those anymore. Yeah, and, and and by the way, the Friday nights mean $2 beers, $2 dogs, tickets, and all team info at griffinshockey.com. And Saturday night will be uh, salute to badges. Right? Yes, that's, that's another a great good, night. I know great that, night, too. I know that one. It's you, doesn't yeah, it? That's awesome. Uh, GriffinsHockey.com. That's GriffinsHockey.com. We'll talk more about the Griffins. 15 games. What is it? 12 oh, What's the number? I, I saw you send it out in your tweet. 11 oh, 2 and 2 Yeah, 11 oh, 2 and 2 Or in NHL terms, 11 oh, and 4 Okay. Well, now now I feel like I'm going to an algebra class. <laughs> is it lunch yet? Bobby Kayser, uh, voice of the Griffins. And thank you for the Kilwin stuff. I mean, this is amazing. Thanks for the water. Carmel, though. Okay, how come you didn't go get him a soda over at Jimmy John's? <laughs> we go to Kilwin's down at Rosa Park Circle, but that's like three blocks down the road. Thanks for the water out of the tap. <laughs> if if you say so. So uh, would you get him? He's Bob Kayser. You know, he's eating chili and sea that's bass. That's I'm drinking water out of the tap. <laughs> he's, he's, they're, they're treating his water right before him on the wings plane. <laughs> and you're giving him tap water right now that has the big rust ring around it and also around the drain. I don't know if Kayser will make it until the end of the hour. <laughs> will you get me a Diet Coke and will you get Kayser? Hey, would you like a, a water? Would you like a lemonade? I'll have another of a double, uh, double tap a double. water. Uh, anyway, what's pretty nice is that water faucet plays taps when you turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, it's it's our PFAS faucet uh, that we have here in studio. Brought to you by PAS. Get him. He needs he needs some bottled water. He's Bob Kayser, okay? I'm feeling <laughs> like he had a menu on the wings plane. From yeah. now on, we need a Kayser menu when he comes in. He Look, he gave us... From Kilwins, Rosa Park Circle, and East Grand Rapids location, uh, which, by the way, Ferrari night. Uh, if you have a Ferrari, you can get uh, a discount on fudge. Uh, <laughs> he gave us caramel corn. He gave us uh, peanut clusters. Looks like peanut bread, old school, but it's good. And they're a Traverse City Cherry Ice Cream downtown at Rosa Park Circle. I love. 
I knew he'd bring us something out of pure guilt from last time. And then he invited us down, and me and you, it's like he had a timer. He introduced us to, I think, the Iowa coaches. He says, grab what you want. And all of a sudden, Brett looked at Gazer, leaned over, and said, wrong thing to say to Bill. I'm loading up bags. <laughs> People thought I looted kill ones when I was coming out the door. <laughs> And the, the poor Iowa coaches <laughs> forgot all about them. And I told them, hey, come on up. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get them anything. You. We'll get you. No, no. We got them stuff, but they paid, paid the regular price. Meanwhile, behind the scenes. We're coming out. <laughs> I, I, I look like a, a part of a Czechoslovakia juggling family where I, I'm juggling. Like, I got I got Comicorn. I got sea bass. I got everything. I got Chilean sea bass. He needs a bottled water, okay? Because he get this guy gets sick if the wind changes directions, and I'm not gonna have him get sick off our water. All right, Superfly, and I need a Diet Coke. All right, splash of lemonade. We're with Bob Kayser. He's been on the wings plane, okay, <laughs> numerous times. All right, remember that. Stevie Stevie Y sits down and hangs out with Bob Kayser. Is he hanging out with us? No, we're getting caramel corn. And broken up peanut brittle. And he's getting PFAS tab water. All right. For the record, he's not sitting down hanging out with me. He's your friend. I don't know if I call him a friend. You wrote a story. My friend Stevie Y. I read it at griffinshockey.com. Please said, look (laughs) for it. He's just another in a long line of great hockey people. So are you. You're a good man. And awesome, your son with Texas coming up here, being able to hang out, equipment manager now. Is he assistant equipment manager or equipment manager? Equipment manager. For, is it Texas? or Number one guy, yeah. Texas Stars? Yep. Now look at that. I know all that boom throwing stuff out. He's got a son, Sam. Sam's going to end up being president, which tell him to get on the speed dial on the phone to finish up all the school and get to the White House ASAP. <laughs> okay. Thank you to Kilwins. Rosa Park Circle. Ferrari night is tonight. Tomorrow's Porsche night. Uh, Thursday is my dad's a billionaire night, so that's at the Kilwins when he's grabbing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if your dad's a billionaire, you can get a free Traverse City chair. Oh my God. Just kidding. No, you don't get free ice cream cones if your dad's a billionaire. You're paying at Kilwins and East Grand Rapids. Only Bill Simonson and Superfly. And not the Iowa coaches. And the Iowa anyway. coaches would have gotten had you not who, 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 who me checked that night. their credit card thing and it cost them a hundred bucks. And they had to look like, hey, can you explain why we came down here? Why? Why am I holding a bag full of uh, taffy? What's going on? All right, one more segment with K's are coming up. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Spring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and CC Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. 
They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast presented by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today. Also, if you want to get on the action on all the games or all the games involving your favorite sports teams, download the Eagle Casino and Sportsbook app where you download apps. Bob Kayser, one of the great hockey voices in the world. Voice of the Wings, top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins in studio for one final segment. Griffins at home Wednesday, Friday, Saturday in downtown GR. You can get tickets and follow everything connected to the Griffins at griffinshockey.com. Wings hosting Washington tonight. couple of big games this week against teams that are chasing them. Yeah. Uh, the finish is going to be awesome. It's perfect time, and Tigers should be okay because they're in the worst division in baseball. NCAA tournament's not looking too strong, obviously, for Michigan and Michigan State now in a dogfight, but how refreshing would it be to have the Wings and the Griffins in deep playoff runs this spring? Could very well happen. Mm. Where are the Griffins at right now in terms of HL hockey standings? In better, in better shape than the Wings are, actually. Really? Yeah, and the Wings are in good shape, and they put themselves in a, in a good spot. But, yeah, we're, we're speaking of weak divisions, Bill. The central division in the in the American League is, you know, on paper is not 
you know, one of the better divisions. So, um, so it's like almost to, impossible not to make the well, playoffs. Well, at this point, it would be really hard not to. Yeah, just because we've 15 straight games without a loss has allowed us to move up the ladder and put us, put us in a very comfortable position. Never want to get too comfortable. I think we're 17 points um, above the, the playoff cut line right now. So somebody has got to make up 17 points on us in the last 27, 28 games. And that's, that would be really hard to do. So, yeah, so we're in a good spot. I mean, no guarantee of anything, but boy, Dan Watson has done a great job with this team. And, and, uh, and now, now they're in a much more comfortable spot than they were right before Christmas time. So yeah, within a couple of months, this team has done a complete about face. And what's interesting, and you talked about the parallel to committing to defense and, lowering the goals against average and just better on the backside. It's interesting how this streak, not number for number, but the strong play has kind of paralleled between the Wings and the Griffins. And what's you know most impressive, and again, if you follow hockey, you understand this, but the fact that the Griffins, even more so than the Wings, and the Wings are leading the NHL in come-from-behind wins, I think it's eight now in which they were down after two periods they came back and won. We're, we're sitting at seven of those and leading the American Hockey League in that category. So that tells you a lot about the, the makeup of these teams and the character of these teams, Bill, and the resiliency. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. The Griffins, I think it's the last six games now in which they've trailed going into the third period, have come back and either won or earned a point in, a, in an overtime loss. And that doesn't sound like much, but in hockey, that is a remarkable statistic and we had one stretch where grand rapids did outscoring their opponent 15 to nothing in the third period over a five game stretch which again that's crazy that tells you you know conditioning uh you know just the the mindset to you know to shrug off being down a goal and we had the two back-to-back games in winnipeg that we were down three goals in each game and came back and won them both on the road like that's you know how hard that is to do even in this day and age of more wide open hockey Back in the old days when it was clutch and grab, a one-goal lead going to the third period was almost a 99% guarantee of a win. It was really hard to come from behind, and and it still is, but you know because the game's a little more wide open now, it's easier, but not that easy. And the Griffins and Red Wings are making it look easy. Never count them out, I guess, is what you say. Yeah, Stanley Cup champion, possibly for the Wings, and then a Calder Cup trophy, what, 2013, 2017, uh, for the Griffins, uh, up against everybody outside of the Central, do the Griffins have enough to win the Calder no, I, Cup? Yeah, I, I can't say no. I mean, you know, still a ways to go yet. This fifth, here's the thing, Bill. Like this 15 game streak, a lot of people look at it. I don't look at it this way, but a lot of people do. You're winning games against teams in your own division, which, as we said before, the Central Division is the weakest of the four right now in terms of records and. Um, you know, but you're still playing desperate teams, and so those desperate teams can be really challenged to play against. And um, you know, I, I give our team a ton of credit. And then when we have played the top top tier teams, case in point, Milwaukee on Sunday, best team in hockey right now, 19 straight wins, and we we got up on them for nothing, gave up two quick goals to make it you know respectable and score for them, but we still won the game, ended that streak, and extended ours to 15 in a row. So. Can't take a thing away from this team. They're, they're, they're showing right now that they're going to be a threat and no reason to think that then with Matt Luff coming back, you know, he's only played three games since coming back from injury. 
you know, once he gets into the groove, that just makes us even, you know, more dangerous. Wings top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins at home on Wednesday, which is tomorrow night, Friday and Saturday in downtown GR. Tickets and team info at griffinshockey.com. Wings and Washington tonight in downtown Detroit. It feels good. Really does yeah. on the Griffin it's side exciting. and on Very the wing exciting. side right now uh, with hockey in the great state of Michigan, which I went through the top 25 in hockey. You look at the D1 schools, don't want to leave out Coach Daniels and Ferris. You got Michigan Tech listeners. You got State at number six. Nightingale's doing a great job uh, with the Spartans. Western quietly has built a D1 hockey Powered down yes, there. You got yeah. Michigan. That's awesome. Times are good, Billy. High school high school hockey's in the they're steaming towards the state championships and their division. Yeah, he's got some good teams here. East is really good. Catholic Central again and yeah, there's a lot of exciting yeah, when, things. When happening. East Grand Rapids wins in hockey, do you guys give them some kill wins chocolates? Oh, we take care of them. Okay. That's it. Because all their take moms care and of dads our own. drive Ferraris. Benz's. Oh, Friday's Ben's night at uh, Kilwin Chocolates in the East. <laughs> Bobby, it's awesome to have you in the studio. Always a pleasure, Bill. It was, it was really cool knowing you, hearing you on the Wings Network calling that game. You you are a great It's been a fun voice. year. Unfortunately, at the it's expense not over of Ken Cal. Yeah, but for me, it's been, you know, again, it's been a... I, I love my team here, and this is, this is my life here, Grand Rapids, and I don't like the simulcast. I don't like the simulcast of the other team. When you're gone, the other team, I don't like that. That's one negative I'll throw out there. I don't like hearing. I don't like missing our games. I don't like what you got to. You're you're, you're doing the wings. Okay, Bob. Been a lot of wings games this year. Robert Redford in the natural didn't say, yeah, keep me down here. He didn't say that. Yeah. Okay, he didn't. Kenny's healthy again, and that's the best news. Guys and Hoosiers didn't say, we're not going to play that game. They didn't say that. (laughs) You got to go do it. We love you, Bobby. Thanks, buddy. All right. And also, by the way. Go Rise, too, by the way. Yeah, go uh, Grand Rapids Rise Pro Volleyball in downtown Grand Rapids. GRRise.com. And also, love to Kilwin's Chocolates across the state, but most importantly, Kilwin's Rosa Park Circle, downtown GR, and the Kilwin's in East Grand Rapids. That's removed the credit app to buy chocolate. Uh, Thank you so much uh, to Bob Kaser and your wife. For what you're doing for those people in need in East Grand Rapids. Thank you so much, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, my friend. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits in that small batch American-made whiskeys 
in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exists at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for Mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges and Meyer wellness vitamins or supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. The huge show is back live across Michigan, wrapping up hour number two. I want to thank Bob Kayser, one of the great hockey voices on the planet, voice of the Wings Top Farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. They're at home Wednesday. Friday and Saturday this week. Tickets, team info, griffinshockey.com. Wings at home tonight against Washington at LCA. Now, if you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows. Find out about the promotions and the giveaways. Go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Tuesday broadcast, 19 stations strong across the Michigan Sports Network. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays 3 until 6. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. And a Tuesday final hour means we have the coach ready to talk some hoops, John Beeline, 
checks in every Tuesday during our final hour, presented by Dorn Mayhew, one of America's top accounting, CPA, and business firms. And Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office. He joins us with Coach Beeline. A lot to get to, connected to Michigan, Michigan State, and the Pistons. How you doing, Josh? I'm good. Doing you ready good. to I'm talk ready. some hoops? I'm ready. Uh, Coach Beeline, uh, looking very good on the Big Ten Network. TV makes you look 10 years younger. It does. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think so. But thank you for the compliment. Thank you. All right. Well, you were in the Big Ten Network studios, and last weekend was kind of crazy. Last couple weekends have been kind of crazy, connected to Michigan and Michigan State. And we had the back-to-back games on Sunday, and Michigan hung around. Then it looked like Purdue was going to pull away. Then Michigan had a late spurt to keep it uh, respectable. We'll get to Michigan State and Ohio State and the Spartans. But uh, right now, looking at this Michigan basketball team, uh, and you see the rest of the season, you see the standings with them dead last. Uh, what's it like right now for Juwan Howard and his staff and this team uh, as they play out the rest of the schedule? Well, I think that they it's hard for them right now because expectations were certainly bigger. And I, I've been there, I think, in our in our, my, uh, I think it was 9-10. Uh, expectations were high and we underachieved. And uh, it, it's really hard because you want to do so well. They're banged up by injuries right now. But what you got to do is you got to keep coaching every day like you're in first place. Uh, there's an old saying, actually, that, that uh, now I'm going to forget it. Right. Oh, yeah. it, it, uh, co- or practice like you're in last place and then play like you're in first place. And that is so true that you have to put you know, that work in every single day, preparing for every opponent. But I would say for right now, preparing a po- for opponent should be a minimum. It should be about how can we be better, play it together, just play the game better and cleaner, less turnovers, better defense. So, John, uh, through the team uh, in last place, but at times playing like they're in first place, and they'll play a great half, it seems, almost every game. What Michigan players have stood out to you that could help this team more next season? That's, well, Doug McDaniels, he, you know, he's the key that, that makes this thing go. And I, I've already said before, it's just a tough situation. I This is rare that you ever see this situation where a guy – does not play every game. Uh, it's usually a suspension for a month straight if, if, that, if that happens or a certain period. But Yo-Yo, in fact, hasn't been good for him probably or the team. But he, he's, he, point guards like him are rare to come by. He has some explosiveness to him and ability. And this is a great point guard year in the Big Ten. So they do need him every game. So that as they go forward, they just got to keep, keep trying to make him better, cheddar, Every, every day, I think the, the young man's best years of basketball, and he's already a junior, but his best years of basketball are ahead of him because he, he can really shoot. I mean, really shoot. He's shooting 60% or something in the, in, in the conference. I mean, he's amazing. So, and then the big kid, Reed, ton of talent. They have talent. They just have to develop it so they can, this same talent can win. And that's what they should be doing in these practices now Focus on the opponent a little bit, but focus on yourself. We always did it, whether we were good or we were in rebuilding years. 
John Beeline, former head coach at Michigan, former MBA coach, now part of the Big Ten Network weekend crew, joins us every Tuesday during the 5 p.m. hour, presented by Dorn Mayhew. Like I said, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, Josh Garvey, heads up the Grand Rapids office. Josh, if you're trying to find positives that Michigan could build on for next season or even the upcoming Big Ten tournament uh, through uh, the tough season, what are positives that stand out to you? I think to echo a little bit of what Coach Beeline said here, they have talented players. I mean, you look at this schedule for some of those games, they've lost a lot of close games. They played Purdue tough. Purdue um, is a very good basketball team, and I think they've got some positives to take forward with that. And, and again, Doug McDaniel is a fantastic player. Um, he is really, really playing well, and I think that they can – Use him as a leader of the team next year. They've got some good recruits coming in, right? A kid from Grand Rapids coming in. They've got some good recruits coming in to, to bolster the team up, too, with the good freshmen. So this is a good basketball team. They just, they, they like Coach said, they've got to develop that talent that they have. So I think they can take some positives into the to the 2024-05 season. I think you talk about Fafat Brooks, right? From, yes, yeah. Uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Center. Yes. I've seen him play yeah. against... My kid's high school a couple of times. Uh, Absolutely. He, he's one of those penetrators, a guy that can finish uh, at the bucket. And you know what? You need good guards, Coach. You know it uh, better than anybody that good guards are like quarterbacks. You can't have a championship football team without a great quarterback. And it'll be interesting what this offseason is like. And really, will this team look at the Big Ten tournament as their NCAA tournament because they're not going – uh, to any postseason. The motivation side of this, John, when a team has hit rock bottom and they're in, in the bottom of the Big Ten, when you look at the standings, as a coach, as a staff, what leaders you have on the team, uh, what's it like to keep them motivated? Oh, I think that starts back in October, how you continue, how you teach it. We've talked about this probably too much on this station, you're building a culture every day from September on that puts them in position to handle the ups and the downs, the length of uh, seasons like this. And if you're doing that all year long, then they, this just, they, just, they go to work every day and they're ready for it because they know you can't have it all. You can't have NIL money and a free scholarship and, and all these things without having adversity and working. And so they, when you get to the point where you, you, that the team realizes that we can't do anything alone, we got to do everything together, but you preach it all year, and tough times you band together, and you just get better. And you're going to have tough times, and you know what? It's good for you. If you want to win in March, it's good to have tough times in February and January. Well, John, think about what coaches have to go through today between NIL, where basically you've got to – Increase pay, pay to get, uh, decrease pay, keep everybody happy. The transfer portal, which is sitting there. I heard Izzo on one of his weekly call-in shows saying, you know what, the transfer portal has taken away toughness in our kids that if there's adversity, I'm just going to go to another school. I heard Izzo say that a couple of weeks ago, and I couldn't agree more. But as a head coach now, it's like Jay Wright when the Ohio State job was open. He said, hey, great job, but I'm not interested uh, as a former D1 head basketball coach, you add on now transfer portal, NIL, re-recruiting players to stay 
the the job has and granted there's big money for D1 head coaches at the power four schools but what a coach and a staff has to do to keep that culture to keep that roster together uh, it's never been seen before in yeah. D1 hoops well I, I think you're you're right on with this and the transfer portal really is it, I don't know if it's a toughness is weather but but it's an ability to understand adversity and fight through it. So I guess that would be toughness. That it, and that that has made our nation great. That has made some of our best leaders tremendous leaders. And so much of our success has come from fighting through adversity. And what the transfer portal has done is allowed people not to have to do the fight, go to the greener pastures, and it's really not, not that green. Uh, and as many of the stars that you will see in the transfer board, there's just as many that should have stayed at home and they'd be even more promising right now. But that's the way it is, and you've got to deal with it. And so um, it's, it's, it, it's something that you, you have to recruit in recruiting. Huge, you have to know this going in. And when you're talking with a guy and you know this guy He's coming for the wrong reasons to, to whatever school. Some of the wrong reasons. He's going to leave as soon as there is adversity. You want to get, get the guys who have the it, the parents have the it, where they realize, hey, there's going to be, this is going to be tough. I want my son to be coached. I want him to be prepared for life afterwards. And those are the type of kids you target. And then you have, you'll have less of this. You'll still have some, but you'll, I believe you'll have less of it. I wonder how many more coaches are just going to get out or say, you know, like Jay Wright. Krzyzewski was getting older and, you know, he's been through a lot of health issues. He wanted to be around his grandkids. You went and, you know, chased the NBA dream, worked with the Pistons. Now you're doing uh, Big Ten network coverage on the weekends. That grind, when you add on the transfer portal and NIL right now, you know, I, I do wonder – those legacy coaches, how much longer they're going to deal with this? Well, you know what's happening with the transfer portal now, too, is you better be re-recruiting your own players every day. And then there's, you know, we used to have these dates that you could visit, you couldn't visit. And I can remember I have a weekend free, and all of a sudden my assistants would say, all right, this kid, this kid, and this kid are coming in to visit this weekend. And all of a sudden, you don't have the weekend free. You don't. You only have a few free. I mean, you got them on one hand. Some of the weekends you have free the whole year, and that's what's happening. You're always, always, always recruiting, whether it's your own team, whether it's the portal, right, or it's future players. And so, I think I think what you have to do in today's is you have to use a transfer portal to replace a transfer out. So let's say you lose a two guard. Right to the NBA or to the portal, you, you replace him with a transfer two man. If in fact you don't have a guy ready to step in and play right away, but when you start just taking talent and putting those talented players in front of the guys that believe in you and came there for all these these you know uh, intangible reasons to go play for you, and now you all of a sudden put a guy in front of them. That's not right either, just because he's talented. John Beeline, former head coach at Michigan in the NBA. Now you see him weekends on the Big Ten Network. He joins us every Tuesday during the 5 p.m. hour. 
presented by Doran May, who one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Doran May, who's GR office and studio with us. Fellows, uh, we'll switch it to Michigan State and Josh. Uh, they're in control uh, after the ugly loss at home to Iowa. Spartans get a 12-point lead against the Buckeyes. Buckeyes are down players. They have an interim coach. It's at DeBreslin, one of the great home court advantages in college hoops. And State gives up the dagger three to lose uh, at the buzzer. Two straight home losses. Jerry Palm Braggadology still has them at number nine in the NCAA tournament field. They may be two losses away, if not two wins away from getting in, two losses away from not getting into the tournament. Uh, your thoughts on what Izzo and the Spartans are doing right now? Jeez, that was an ugly game to see. I watched the whole game uh, start to finish, and it just seemed like they were dominating 8-10 to 10 all game, and then Ohio State would cut into that a little bit, down to 4 or 6, and then it would go right back to 10. And then the last three minutes of the game, they just kind of gave it away. It seemed like the effort dropped. It seemed like there were some lineup shifts going on that it, you know, didn't make much sense. And as a fan and as a player myself growing up, it just seemed like you would have did something different. But... Um, needless to say, they lost at a dagger three um, to to an Ohio State team that's got a lot of other things going on. So now you're at Purdue, you're at home against Northwestern, you're at Indiana. Those are three tough basketball games right there to close out the year. So I agree with you, Huge. It's they're they're slipping. Their their NCAA tournament hopes are certainly slipping right now. They need two more wins, I think, either through the end of the final three in the regular season or the Big Ten tournament, Josh. But the question is, Booker. The first half, he plays, he's considerable minutes. Uh, they're up double digits. Uh, it looks like it's going to be, hey, man, they're going to win this game easily. And then he checks out at the 15-minute mark, and the second half doesn't come back in. A lot of fans, Josh, have been talking about Booker needs to be in the lineup more. You mentioned you're a fan of both Michigan and Michigan State. As a fan, do you think Izzo needs to play Booker more? Yeah, I think he does. But, um, you know, not being the leader of that team, I mean, maybe something happened there. I mean, maybe there were – I don't know. And, again, I wasn't there on the sideline, but it just seemed like he he brought an X factor to the game um, with the rebounds, the block shots, clogging up the paint. It seemed like he was doing all the right things. Um, but, again, not on the sideline, so I, I don't know. But um, He is a freshman, too. Yeah, he's right? a yeah. freshman. Yeah. So, yeah, do I agree that it, 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 he could have made a difference down the stretch? I do. Um, but um, – no, he didn't get the time, so I'm not sure what happened there. The athleticism of Carr and Booker is amazing. That is good, at, you know, old school Richardson, you know, at Michigan State. Uh, Coach Beeline, uh, we were talking uh, before we went on air about playing a lot of big men can be tough in today's basketball game. Uh, in terms of rotation, keeping everybody happy. Uh, minutes, what the opposing team is doing. Fans only see a guy checking in or out. Talk about rotations and why guys see time in certain situations and then don't sniff the floor for 15 minutes. But here's the most important part of all the all the things for all the Michigan State fans. You have not been in that practice practice with them. It, right now, they're probably had. I think if we went all the way to the championship, we probably had 105 practices. So I think they've probably had 75 two-hour to hour-and-a-half practices. And 
Coach Izzo, as we know, is a fabulous coach. So he's seen things over a, what I would call big data, lots of games. Why, for you to understand why Booker was in, why he's not going, you got to know what happens in practice. And does this young man pick up to, line, to changes in game plan? Does he do things? There's a lot of reasons why Coach uh, plays, Coach uh, Izzo plays the lineup that he does. And so that's the first thing everybody's got to judge. You, you can't judge it until you know really why, what Coach is thinking with those things. So, but as I said in the Big Ten Network, for me, for me, I couldn't find ways to guard people uh, with a couple big guys out there at the same time or to score if they weren't shooting bigs, all shooting bigs. So that makes it difficult sometimes. But, and, and, and Coach has had some of those teams. This team isn't, but they're still like right there. How would you like to be, how would you like to be a one seed? One seed. You work all year to get a one seed, and you're going to play Michigan State the winner of the 8-9 game. That's not much of a reward for being a one seed. You know, if you beat your 16 seed, then you got them. That's that's going to be a tough one. Is it tough to trust true freshmen uh, in crunch time, uh, John? And, again, you coached at all levels. So it would be like trusting a rookie in the NBA, but trusting a freshman in the Big Ten when you're in must-win, not must-win, but big yeah. game situations where you need – uh, the W, how, how does a true freshman player earn a coach's trust to get those minutes? It, it, it's really hard because I think every player is going to be very different. But here's a great example. I great trust for Nick, for Nick Stauskas, Glenn Robinson, Mitch McGarry. Uh, they were all, Spike, Albrecht, uh, and Karis LeVert, all freshmen playing on that 13 Final Four team. But we went in to Penn State, and they were 0-13 in, in the conference, and we had been number one in the country like a week before. And we lost to them. And it was a matter of now that, no, I couldn't trust them in this situation, but they almost they had to experience it first to understand why, why they don't play more. And after that, that, they became much better freshmen after that game where we lost one. So that's that's part of it. You, some of them, you, like Trey Burke, I trusted like crazy from the beginning. Xavier Simpson, it took him a year and a half for me to trust him. So they're all it's all over the spectrum with each player, and nobody knows his team better than Coach Izzo does. So he's going to go with what his years of experience tell him. Josh Garvey, uh, let's shift gears. And Josh is the managing shareholder, Dorn Mayhew, their GR office, world headquarters, in Troy, John Beeline, former Michigan uh, Cavs coach, current in-studio analyst with the Big Ten Network, joins us every Tuesday through the NBA Finals uh, during the 5 p.m. hour. Josh, I'll start with you. Did I didn't see it live, but I shared the replay, the end of regulation in the game last night with the Pistons and the Knicks and the no-call on a Sir. Thompson, and that was Dante DiVincenzo. We talked about him a couple of weeks ago. We did. You know, with that game he had for Villanova against uh, Michigan. I tell you what, Dante, the Jets are going to need to sign him because that's the best tackle they've seen in New York all year. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, it's, 
it's an unfortunate way for that game to end, especially when the Pistons are so hungry for any win they can get. It's very unfortunate. But as you know, there's plays in the first quarter that can determine a game as well. And so that's part of the game, and we all know it. And they, they, they rested. Not, they, yeah, it looks like they blew a call. Uh, but maybe there were several calls earlier in the game that they got right. But it's unfortunate. I've been there where Monty is right now, desperate, desperate for a win, and you have one you feel taken away from you in the last second. It's hard. But I think today his speech with the team will be, you know what, look at our first quarter, these mistakes we made got down. Let's not let's think about we got the refs beat us. Let's think more about what we could have done to not put, be in that position and be ahead by seven or eight at that time so it doesn't cost you the game. So, Josh, uh, did you see the, the live or the replay? Saw the replay this morning. So what's the first, when you, your first impression on that replay when Asar Thompson of the Pistons just gets totally tackled and Dante DiVincenzo, we, we want to confirm, we don't know if it's true, assigned a three-year deal as a free safety with the Jets, but <laughs> I'll be rooming with Aaron Rodgers on road trips. We haven't confirmed that. Uh, you first saw it when you saw the tackle and a no call. Yeah, obviously frustrated for the Detroit team. Good, good young, talented team, hungry on the road. Knicks are a great team this year, and that was just a bad call, and those things happen. That's just the game of basketball. Referees do miss calls. They're human, too. And um, it it was very frustrating as, obviously, the fan of the Pistons uh, to see that. It, it's the most egregious no call I've ever seen. It was a flat-out – it looks like he's going to get the steal because DiVincenzo had a bad pass. And I think DiVincenzo was tackling him thinking there's going to be a call, so at least they'll get a shot maybe out of three, right, to tie or whatever the number was. and. I get that. And then afterwards when officials say, oh, we missed it, well, guess what? Uh, the standings don't change. An L is an L. It is. And, you know, our, our head coach, I think, handled himself well afterwards. He voiced oh, his frustration. Oh, classic. I love that. He, I love honesty from coaches. I kind of I liked his energy there. It was the passion. He has passion for this team. Even though they're having a tough year, he still cares a lot. And that, that came out in that that press conference there. He, he has a lot of passion still. And and, and maybe that's the turning point we needed. Maybe that's going to create some more fire. That's my hope. Outside of just flipping the table when he left, he did uh, everything. <laughs> I oh, didn't see oh that no, 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 New York media here. Oh yeah, none of you guys are here, right? Yeah, uh, John, what's the what's the maddest you've ever been at officials <laughs> in your career? In your career? Oh man, publicly, got... publicly that you had not privately. We don't need your private stories. Oh, I don't no, want to. No, I don't no, want to put you on the spot. This, this is a true story. My Patrick and Mark, two of my two of my four children, come with me to Philadelphia Textile to play when I'm at Lemoyne College. And when you're in Division Two, you get some some refs. That, there's a reason they're ref in Division Two. It's not not they, they want to make more money. So we we were up in the first half. We lost second half. I thought they cheated us. They both sons were with me on the game. I they're, they're holding my hand. While I am running into the, the the officials take off after the game, I'm running with both picture this with both little boys in my hands, like helping them run off the court to chase the officials through the, through uh, up to their door, and then I'm like knocking on I'm I'm knocking on the door, yelling at them that they were cheaters or something. Uh, I got written up by the ECAC. I never did that again. 
And I came home and my wife, it wasn't on TV. My wife said, what did you do? <laughs> so that was the maddest I have ever been. I was thrown out of a game at Community College of Baltimore in the, in the 70s, and I was thrown out of a game at Penn State where I got really mad too. Not, not more that they threw me out than actually what happened. So, all, right, all right, we got about two minutes. We, we got about two minutes left. Josh, you got a final question. Uh, for Coach Beeline, do you have one today? <laughs> I don't know if I do or not. <laughs> okay, what's your question? Uh, I don't. I don't think I have one this week. Huge. <laughs> I'm questioned out. He goes, actually, he looked at me. He goes, you just took my question. That's what he said about the roughs. He said, I just took his question. I wonder why he was upset with me. That's why I'm laughing. He said, you took my question about the refs. I didn't know your question. It's like a game show. I'm sorry. You can ask one next week. Okay? Yeah, I'll ask one next well, week. Let, let me say. Let me say this: is is that the officials? I was one who, and every coach is different. You would see. I would rarely talk to. I might talk to official once or twice a half. Where many coaches can successfully coach and dispute every call that goes against them. I could never do. I'm not a good enough coach to do that. I, I had to concentrate on my team and maybe a better coach. So you just. I, I thought the refs. The media, the fans—it's all part of a play. It's like it's a—it's all part of the orchestra that makes college basketball so appealing. So you can't make them the enemy. And so many times, I think some coaches do. Not that I didn't—I don't—I don't don't like many of them, but I couldn't say they're part of this orchestra, and we got to make it work. John Beeline, stellar job. Uh, Well done today, my man. Uh, Always good to hear your voice, Josh Garvey. Managing shareholder Dorn May, who one of the world's top accounting, CPA, and business firms, or world headquarters in Troy on the east side of Michigan. Josh heads up uh, the Grand Rapids uh, office. Solid stuff, Coach. Always good to hear your voice. Good show. Great to be with you. Great right. time of the year for college basketball and the NBA. So Amen. Bless everybody. Can't wait right. to talk next week. We'll look ahead to the Big Ten tournament. Okay, bye now. All right, there's John Beeline, Josh Garvey. Yeah, sorry for stealing your question, for Coach, <laughs> about Mattis. He's ever been an official. I feel bad, but uh, good stuff. That's okay. That's on your okay. end, too. Yeah, thanks. You're growing as a broadcaster. I am. I am. Thank we'll, you. We'll talk next week. Sounds good. All right, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew, their GR office, world headquarters in Troy, one of America's and the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for winning. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, it's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Two weeks to go in the regular season in men's college basketball in the Big Ten. This is a different week for Michigan State. One game, not two. And the Spartans have six full days to prepare for their next game on the road where they'll clearly be an underdog at Big Ten leader Purdue. The only time these two meet during the regular season. So what are the Spartans like with six days to prepare? Purdue gets six days to prepare as well, so there's no advantage for anyone there. How many people thought Michigan State would lose back-to-back home games last week, both to Iowa and then Ohio State? The first time that's happened since 2016 to a Michigan State basketball team. Where the Spartans are in these final two weeks is a big mystery with Purdue coming up. 
Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.